100% behind Q. He's working for the president, he's working for our country. Alien life, uh, like pedophiles, uh, you know, and it just seeks to tie all of that together. Welcome, listener, to the 91st chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, The Point of Q with Chapo Trap House episode. Uh, as always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokitansky, Will Miniker, Julian Fields, Matt Christmas, and Travis View. So this week, we have something special for you. We invited our friends over at Chapo Trap House to sit down and talk a bit about where we're at with Q, what have been some of the brighter recent developments in the conspiracy theory, and where do we go next? And also, I think we try to tackle the question of, is QAnon completely useless? Are we to throw it out whole cloth, or are we to study the ways in which it correlates with reality? Then, at the end, we will finish with the absolute dessert, which is, of course, a Jake story featuring both Matt and Will. But before all that... QAnon news. First up, we have the the big news of the week. Of course, uh, QAnon followers elated as Department of Justice drops its case against Michael Flynn. Putting they, justice back into the Department of Justice. They are over the moon. I'm so I have happy. never seen them so hot and horny in a long, long time. Well, that's right. good because that's. I mean, it's 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 something. It's, it is. It's something. It's there's a balloon. It's floating into the sky. The the string is almost out of reach. It, you almost have lost it forever. And then they got something. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was, of course, uh, Michael Flynn was uh, facing sentencing for pleading guilty in 2017 for lying to federal investigators about his contacts with a Russian diplomat. But he has since recanted his guilty plea and hired as his lawyer, Sidney Powell, who has repeatedly uh, retweeted QAnon accounts. Now, at the time, that seemed like a real Hail Mary move, but uh, it paid off for him in a big way. Just this last week, when the Justice Department abandoned uh, their prosecution and argued in a new filing that the East should have never been charged. Uh, Department of Justice officials, including Attorney General William Barr, concluded that the FBI's questioning of Flynn just four days after Trump's inauguration lacked proper investigative basis. Yeah, it shouldn't have been done by Obama. So, <laughs> in his bathroom. Yeah. It was weird that he invited Flynn It was weird up there. that he tortured Flynn for eight hours. So, of course, this is, as you can imagine, has been hugely validating for the QAnon community have, who have long right. seen Michael Flynn as a wronged hero who was persecuted by the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, here is what QAnon promoter Joe M. said uh, in a, under a new Twitter handle. You who trolls form an orderly <laughs> line right here with your apologies ready. We told you Jen Flynn was innocent. Next up, we also told you Comey, Brennan, Obama... And Clinton will be prosecuted to the fullest extent for crimes against humanity and treason. I love it. That's it. It goes back to like really all QAnon followers want is people to line up with their apologies ready. Yeah, there it yeah. is. I mean, I'm plain sorry. and simple. Line up with please. your apologies, and then right behind me after I go, that's right, you were wrong. There's a there's a gallows. You step up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'll be the first to admit that uh, I was I was pretty owned by this turn of events. So in my uh, younger and more naive days, yeah, I, you bet I, somebody some money or something. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Someone like was dragging I, this back up. I, I I had known this previously, like. Trump, you know, he fired Flynn for lying. And then Trump said that Flynn lied to the FBI. Then Pence said that Flynn lied. And then Flynn 
pled guilty to lying twice. And then so you thought he lied. And then stated that he was entrapped by the FBI. And then Inspector General Horowitz said that the investigation yeah. that led to his prosecution was properly predicated. So because of all of that, I felt safe in my assumption that Flynn would be sentenced. But uh, I, that was uh, that assumption uh, was misplaced. I now wrong. <laughs> well, you lose this game show, sir. Go well, home. Yeah, you get you nothing. Were, you were you were playing by a different set of I rules. Was, I was. Um, you thought things make sense. But did I? I read. I mean, of course, all all of the uh, the the libs are so sad about this um, because yeah. they were they were so wrong. And but uh, but but they did. But they did say that um, that the judge the judge could still technically sentence Flynn, right? Yeah, yeah. The prosecution, they have to offer a filing, and then the judge has to sign off on it, basically. Right. But I'm told that's, that would be unlikely, but this this is already yeah. a sort of an mm-hmm. unprecedented turn of events. I mean, you're so. going to be saying the same kind of shit when he becomes like engraved into Mount Rushmore four months from now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I see I see people on Twitter uh, talking about Judge Sullivan like they did um, Avenatti and all of the kind of like week-long heroes where they're like, S- up to you, Judge Sullivan, like, wait, do the right thing, and it's no, just no, like... Now they're spinning into a straight up like they're going to arrest uh, Obama and or Clinton oh, to yeah. make a show thing of it to build their base before the election. I I really I really think we're all sliding into this, huh? Yeah, it's just we're, we're all, all just a nasty muddy mm-hmm. pit, and we're gonna all come just, on in. Absolutely, yeah. it's Woodstock. I I'm, certainly. You, you, have been humbled enough to not offer any more predictions. <laughs> yeah. You he will know, never again predict anything. Travis. In fact, he no longer thinks it's wrong what Epstein did. Travis <laughs> Travis has like mud on like uh, his shoes, maybe a little bit on his socks. Julian's yeah. got it uh, up to up to his his kneecaps at least. He's thinking about wading in further and I'm just covered in mud. I, yeah. I look like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger hiding from the predator. So uh, a lot of QAnon people, they had a uh, claim that Q had uh, predicted this turn of events. Um, so I, I, oh, yeah. I read through all the Q drops about Flynn uh, to see if this was true and I would have to delete my account or if I would continue being insufferably smug Mm -hmm. and you'll never guess what I chose. (laughs) So I noticed something when I read all the drops. So Q said that I actually never said that Flynn wouldn't be sentenced or that the case against him would be dropped or that he would be exonerated or anything like that. In fact, none of the drops about Flynn are inconsistent with Flynn getting sentenced. So this is just another case of like Q employing like the cold reading trick of speaking about the subject matter in vague, suggestive, uh, cryptic phrases, and then QAnon followers interpreting them as uh, as predictions after after the fact, Nostradamus style. So uh, I'm going to give you two examples. So these are the most uh, cited examples of Q's uh, prognostication abilities, lest I be accused of cherry picking. Here's the most frequently cited Q drop that's that's supposed to be a prediction of these events. Who knows where the bodies are buried? Flynn is safe. We protect our patriots. Q. So, I mean, I mean, the problem with that is that... I don't know, that seems pretty clearly like you're wrong. Well, I he was... He said wh- Flynn is safe. He said, don't worry about it. And he's right. But if, if hypothetically, if uh, <laughs> Flynn was, was uh, sentenced and he didn't get prison time, you could say, well, you know, Q right. said Flynn was, was safe, safe from being going no, to prison. His, and he didn't. Listen, Flynn could he still get probation. hit by a bus. Just Bad like things Q can said. still happen to Flynn. But let's be honest. This is the first step towards Flynn being exonerated, and we all fucking know it. And it hurts. It's not fun, but we have to but face it. That's the thing. Even if Flynn is, like, exonerated... And like, like, uh, yeah. like Spygate is real, and he might get hit by a bus. Setup. None of the Q drops actually said that. I think both of you guys are wrong. I think what <laughs> Q meant. I think what Q meant when he says "safe" is safely nestled between the shoulder blades <laughs> yeah. of a giant dragon, a dragon flying, <laughs> flying over the Moroccan <laughs> mountains. That's what he meant. He's safe on the wings of a dragon. Bye. Uh.
All right, moving on to our next story. Of course, this is so exciting. Uh, QAnon following ex-Green Beret mercenary takes part in failed coup attempt in Venezuela. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> sentence. I mean, I, it's a lot like, of work there. It is, but it's like... <laughs> That's insane. You break the so yeah. So you may have read about this. So uh, on May third, a group of mercenaries led by the private security firm Silvercorp USA participated in a botched attempt to infiltrate Venezuela as part of a doomed mission to topple the government of President Nicolas Maduro. So yeah. uh, the raid was carried out on two boats launched from Colombia, and uh, state intelligence agencies as well as the Associated Press had advanced notice of the plot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he he tweeted Trump. Yeah, this is one of the most incredible and bizarre things. Because I mean, I used to I lived in Venezuela for a couple of years, and to have this podcast somehow tie back uh, into Venezuela in <laughs> yeah. the dumbest fucking possible. I mean, just the dumbest fucking way. Not like oh, we have a QAnon movement in Venezuela. No, even dumber. Let's go. Let's get a fucking a veteran who is who has his Veterans Affairs card in his fucking wallet get picked up on the goddamn shores of fucking Venezuela. Just. And then we just look it up, and he has his Instagram up, his fucking Twitter's up, and he's following hashtag is it, uh, is it, Q Army and QAnon 8 Coon. Now, that is the most yes. specific. <laughs> yes. That's your hand in the bag. That's yeah. your fucking You're caught. right. If he, if, he was, if he was just sort of following some QAnon accounts, maybe I could excuse it. But no, he's like, I want, I want to follow everyone who's, who, who posts with Q Army and yeah. QAnon 8 Coon. I want to read whoever, <laughs> any piece of shit trash posts also, with this hashtag, yeah. I want to see it. Also, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how, how military uh, secret operations work, uh, but I'm, I'm assuming that you don't bring your like, passport and driver's license when you're going to like, perform like, a, a secret op on like, uh, foreign soil. Dude, the guy literally in the interview with the Venezuelans says uh, two weeks. It was supposed to take two weeks, which is the most stupid thing I've heard Americans say since Iraq is going to take two weeks. They literally said that before they tried to invade Iraq. Uh, so, yeah, just anytime you hear... <laughs> just, <laughs> wait, he said that the coup was going to take us. two weeks? Oh, it was a two-week operation. Oh, yeah. Two weeks? Oh, yeah, they were going to get them. Oh, yeah. Done. Oh, I mean, it's like Caracas is, I mean, I guess they were expecting to sort of like uh, hit the beach undetected. No, it's just what the contract states. Don't worry. Jake, look at the period on the, I mean, obviously they have to complete it by contracts and Jake. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. And or get picked off uh, like piece by piece. I I think there was like three total parties. The first party, uh, eight dead, two captured. Uh, that was on the shore. That was the only one that reached the shore properly. The second one was picked up by the navy, like on the coast. <laughs> and the third one, and the third one was picked up by fishermen. <laughs> who, who basically, what did they just like put their poles in I front of them? And they were like, they were like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one to the uh, opposition and say it's very possible Nicolas Maduro wanted that uh, to emphasize the idea that fishermen captured these people at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's not questionable whether these guys uh, were real they were real they did went and did this yeah. shit and mike pompeo did put up the 55 million in bounties after charging uh, indicting a foreign government of, of maduro on on uh, narco traffic uh, trafficking charges but yeah it's it's beautiful stuff and uh, and an utmost failure and um unfortunately the QAnon guy he did resist torture for longer so i think he was the tougher one because the first guy clearly crumpled he was looking great very fresh when he did his interview yeah second guy <laughs> was spacing the fuck <laughs> out he was being Damn, potentially tortured and definitely sleep deprived. Definitely the. And I, that's, actually, that's actually torture and sleep deprivation. So he was definitely tortured. Venezuela, 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 Venezu
to socialism now what do you see to promise the people everything for free but nothing gets you nothing everything has got to be realized it's all a deception of rise a master plan that the deep state devised trump won so they had to improvise here comes aoc fully weaponized next story conspiracy theory video plandemic goes viral thanks mostly to QAnon facebook groups hell yeah so uh, this past week, uh, the half-hour documentary, quote-unquote, called Plandemic went mega-viral on social media. Uh, it includes a, a slew of false and unsubstantiated claims. It claims, for example, that COVID-19 was, quote-unquote, manipulated, when in reality, all of the genomic evidence suggests that the virus is made in nature and not a lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nature. Bill Gates' backyard. God damn it. And the, the film also <laughs> claims that wearing a mask literally activates your own virus, which... It does. It's not, that doesn't even it make sense. It gives it back to you. It's not a sensible collection of words. It's like an oven. It can't even the... be debunked. It's just pure absurdity. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. It activates your own. Yeah. You wear a mask and then it, sure. it makes your virus work better. I don't I, know. It, no. for, for the audience, Travis is gesticulating wildly to try to get Jake to understand what he's going on about. I know. It's like, it's like I can't, no, I can't, no, I can't yeah, understand no, it myself. He's trying I, to mime it out. It. <laughs> it's like. I can't believe it. So incredible. It was bad. So, uh, so. Uh, the video is largely uh, an interview with Judy uh, Mikovits, who is a former chronic fatigue researcher. So uh, Mikovits was an author of a controversial 2009 study linking a retrovirus to uh, chronic fatigue syndrome that was published in the journal Science. Uh, it was later retracted in late 2011 after labs were unable to replicate the results and other issues were brought to light, which is fine. That's how science works. Yeah. That same year, in September of 2011, Mikovits was fired from her position as a research director at the Whittemore Peterson Institute in Nevada and arrested two months later after the Institute alleged she stole lab materials. And those charges were, were later dropped. This appears to be a case of a disgraced scientist who uh, decided to get a second career as a conspiracy theory peddler. They're like, I have all this credibility. There are all these people who want medical misinformation and uh, I'm going to give it to them. Yeah. And she's doing very well for herself. Her book was number one selling on Amazon in the wake of this uh, this interview yeah we're not really in a scientist's market we're not we're not not no we're in a if we're in a book on Amazon promotional oh, yeah. Facebook video that's right we that's are right. Market. so who can we thank for spreading this documentary well according to social media researcher Erin Gallagher uh, that would be QAnon so uh, according to her analysis uh, which she published on medium the ground zero of the video's virality was a Facebook group with hundred and twenty five thousand members called official Q slash QAnon so this is where it first started. It just sprang forth from this uh, this Facebook group. Just yeah. little, just little petri dishes of uh, conspiracy theories. Seventeen hundred hours of daring amphibious raid was launched from the border of Colombia deep into the heart of Caracas. Our men are continuing to fight right now. Our units have been activated in the south, west, and east of Venezuela. Commander Nieto is with me. It's co-located, and Commander Sake is on the ground now fighting. Silver Cork USA. Basically, here's where Q is right now. They are riding high. 
you know, Michael Flynn, uh, he just had case against him dropped by the DOJ. Right now, we're up to uh, 40 current and former uh, promoters running for Congress. Um, and QAnon community has repeatedly gotten uh, the pandemic, for example. They were instrumental in getting that thing to go viral. It, it actually originated from a, a Facebook QAnon group. When I started, like, tracking this, like, two years ago, like, what really concerned me was Charlie Kirk promoted QAnon conspiracy theories. That was, like, as high level as it got. But they have progressed a long way. So uh, QAnon community, uh, they are doing as well as I've ever seen them, certainly. And one of theirs ended up with his VA card in his back pocket uh, on the shores <laughs> of Venezuela. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. This guy specifically followed uh, Q Army and QAnon 8 Coon, which are like ex incredibly specific kind of, like if you're on the inside, that's the kind of hashtag you'd be following if you consider yourself part of the Q Army yeah. or if you want to see the drops directly from 8 Coon, which is renamed 8chan. Yeah, this guy was a non on the boards. So you're telling me a, a, a serving member of the Q Army is currently being held as a prisoner of war by uh, the tyrant Nicolas Maduro? Yeah, and I wonder if this is the new model, right? A kind of decentralized model where the people caught on the foreign soil are actually just like the subcontractor that underbid and then ended up going forward anyways by mistake. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's time for uh, the Q <laughs> Army, though, to like yeah. launch an another mission into Venezuela to, to, fr to free these boys. Bring them home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. If, if they were worth their weight in salt, I mean, they'd already be planning an op. Bring these Q boys home. It wasn't one of the Q beliefs that Jeffrey Epstein was hooked up with Maduro in some way. I don't recall that specific. There one. was one of those crazy days and nights things, which is a lot of them take their <laughs> stuff from that suggested that Epstein hung out with Castro and uh, Hugo Chavez. And that he, that's where he got some of his uh, some of his yeah. I wonder supplies. if there's like hundreds of famous people that are just photographed with Epstein that we don't have to wonder about. <laughs> I'm not saying Nicolas Maduro is completely above criticism and, you know, like uh, the nation of Venezuela, obviously they are, you know, under um, an embargo, but it was a mistake of them to tie their currency to the global adrenochrome market <laughs> right before yeah. it crashed. Yeah, everyone remembers in the early 80s. That's, that's why they're eating zoo animals yeah, now. they went through Red Friday where, you know, famously the Bolivar was unstuck from adrenochrome and uh, they lost half the value overnight. Mm. Of course, foreign investors were warned in advance. And they've never really recovered fully, but um, well, hopefully, yeah, the adrenochrome, uh, per, yeah. the barrel price is. You know. I mean, yo, know, uh, famously, a lot, lot, lot of QAnon followers they believe that uh, the uh, that the uh, adrenochrome supply was based in Wuhan, and uh, this is where they, they're just you know torturing children, making making all their adrenochrome, and then what what the White House did is that they attainted this adrenochrome supply. Yeah, they and then uh, it. then uh, then that's why like t Tom Hanks and a lot of celebrities were uh, testing positive for. COVID COVID-19. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that must oh. have uh, crushed. So the president did a animal house style <laughs> prank on the global pedophile cabal. <laughs> yeah, is what yeah, you're yeah. yeah. He yeah he yeah. poisoned their beer. He spiked the adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and as, as just as an addendum to that, I'm imagining the Q community is vibrating pretty intensely upon hearing the news that Tom Hanks has donated his plasma to mm -hmm. the study of oh, yeah. you know of oh. not, sorry of COVID. Yeah. Um, so like Jeffrey Epstein's DNA, that's going in the vaccine. Tom Hanks's DNA. Definitely going in the back. His plasma, his DNA. Yeah. Like, if anyone who gets the vaccine is, they're going to be big. If you give your child <laughs> the, the vaccine, it, it will turn them into big. It will make them big overnight. Yeah, yeah. They, they basically believe that, like, if, if you take this vaccine, that, like, you will be injecting, like, the blood of, like, a thousand children, like, into your soul. You'll be incredibly good <laughs> at finances and speculation. <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't understand what the downside of this is. You get the powers of Jeffrey Epstein with none of the downside. You're like a daywalker. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, when you get 
when you get cut off, you age like 300 years in two days or whatever. So yes. they always have these photos that they've uh, done photoshops on of like Hillary or whatever, where they just give her like two black eyes or whatever. And they're like, look what happens when they don't get their supply. It's like fucking, you guys remember that movie? It came out in like, I don't know, mid to late 90s called Death Becomes Her. It was with Meryl, oh, oh, yeah. Meryl oh, Streep yeah. and, 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 a, and a fucking great performance from Bruce Willis. <laughs> I recommend everybody go back and check out Bruce Willis doing comedy there. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what he actually cared. Yeah, that was a good it's, one. It's, it's when he cared. But yeah, by the end of the movie, these these things are just like falling apart pieces of plastic. I yeah. think that that's what they they I think that's what they think that, that is like really going on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they also loved what like all the celebrities kind of like hold up in their homes, like acting weird, posting, uh, you know, uh, weird Instagrams because they're bored and they're in their big houses. They're always saying it's like, well, they're going nuts. They're going stir crazy because their adrenochrome supply is cut off. I mean, yeah. I just like, you know, a bit a bit of um, this is like yesterday's hot story. I'm putting on my my Q goggles, my Q lenses and looking at the uh, Allison Roman, Chrissy Teigen dust up. And it was like oh, Allison, yeah. Allison was trying to warn us. She was just saying like, oh, like, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, I'm like that. That's not my thing. She was talking yeah. about adrenochrome. And, you know, like yeah. everyone was like, oh, Chrissy Teigen's like, you know, don't blame her for having a, a cookware line. You know, like, you know, let, let her do her thing. But like, what are they cooking? It's spirit cooking. It's yeah. spirit cooking. And now and now Allison Roman is being disciplined. She's getting emails. She's having to send emails. Her agents probably fucking, you know, uh, you know, b- batting down her door, getting her to like, no, you must submit to Chrissy Teigen. And I think yeah. that's what's going on here because, you know, she's, yeah, a, big, she's a big player. She's a big player. And, you know, also, I, I don't want to get the show. <laughs> I don't want it to go too long without just acknowledging it is Mother's Day. And I want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all the QAnon moms out there. Especially that uh, doctor, the blonde lady from, uh, where is that, South Carolina? The one who had the, the viral video where she explained the Q is actually you and me. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, shout outs to her specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a damn good. dime. She is a dime, yeah. There's a lot, like honestly, Liz Crokin and the new uh, Out of sh- out of Shadows. Yeah, well, and, and the movement is sort of moving to kind of like uh, attractive blonde, like uh, internet yogi people. Like there's sort of, there's, a there's real been a new handful, age. there's been a handful of yeah. sort of new age um influencers yeah 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 Yeah, there's people who aren't like especially political don't even uh, seem that right-leaning but they are very into like uh sort of spiritual guru sort of age of aquarius kind of stuff Uh and they get sucked into QAnon, yeah and and get red pill specifically which is kind of sad i think like if you look at how epstein has been buried so far it's i mean they're right to be concerned right now that there's a big cover-up around children. And I think that the children thing, specifically in like the ritual sacrifice stuff, is what pulls in a lot of people who might have been considered like faintly liberal or left-leaning or whatever, uh, including, yeah, the, the white uh, founder of, of a type of yoga called Booty Yoga, who, <laughs> who I can't remember her name is like, uh, like Buzzy or like yeah. she's oh, just yeah. absolutely it's like, named it's like herself. Busy B or something Busy, like that. But yeah. like B-I-Z-Z-I-E. Yeah, so there's yeah, a yeah. lot of like white... Uh, Yoga, there's like white yoga women and, and some male models have contacted me thinking that I'm pro QAnon and, 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 you know, just kind of going, these people, yeah. these people are sick. Right. And I'm just like, wow, this is like someone who works at one of the top agencies here in LA. Yeah. It's about to hit California hard, I think, because the, what they don't realize is that the, is that it ends in like, you know, hangings at Gitmo. They, they're sort of in it for like the great awakening, which is like, you know, as they already are sort of looking for. And let's not forget, dude, let's not forget that if, we're actually going to have to start mass administering vaccines to people in the near future. That's only going to increase the crunchy 
QAnon mm-hmm. pipeline movement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And once again, we're going to have to try to explain why, yeah, you can be totally pissed off at like Bill Gates and everything he's set up to 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 kind of, you know, keep the vaccines under his like uh, uh, kind of intellectual property stuff and and all the deregulation he does in foreign countries. Um, Or you could just, yeah, just say he's trying to microchip you with the mark of the beast and just go straight for it, you know. I wonder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the big thing is like I will not take Bill Gates' vaccine. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. The Bill Gates, Gates vaccine. The Gates vaccine. This doesn't exist. Yeah, Michelle but, Malkin. But they, but they are insisting that. they will never take it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm taking the, uh, I, w- I would take the Gates vaccine either. I mean, come on. I would either. But there is none. Yeah, if, yeah, if, it if, if, if the Gates vaccine was yeah, real, because anyone, fucking Tom, I wouldn't yeah, take because, it. Because uh, Tom Hanks is Take a vaccine like, my yeah, ass. Quote. Yeah. Comma, I will not I will not take a vaccine. You know, I mean I has anyone tried using Windows ninety seven? It crashes all the time. Yeah. They just bring a bunch of like uh fifty plus guys out onto the stage and like tucked in button downs, like you'd kinda dance dance dancing <laughs> around with a fucking yes. like amber ba- yes. amber bags fucking hooked up to them. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Well, when they you know, when they create that vaccine and they recreate that Windows ninety seven launch and get Balmer out there, oh, get man, Gates dude. out there, start me up and they're just pumping their dude, fists we, like we, crazy and just we've got hyped it. up. We've got a new Xbox coming with Tom Hanks's plasma. We, yeah. we got the new Xbox coming. Maybe maybe it'll be a maybe it'll be a dual launch. Yeah, it's not going to run Cyberpunk unless it has the mark <laughs> of the beast and some children's blood inside it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, like the the next generation of like of, of PlayStation Xbox technology will be like a like a like a console with like the the brain of an indigo child yeah. inside it. And that's how it's running, like the next level of like video, like the really. Yeah, it'll be like a little existence style, like flesh box that you have to kind yes. of poke and prod in different ways. D- dude, well, it already looks kind of like the fucking like monolith from uh, 2001. Like it's just this fucking yeah. all knowing, all seeing, like omnipresent brain that I'll, I, by the way, I will happily, I, I will pre order yeah. that of course, uh, to right. put it into my house. Yeah, wow. Including the microphone that monitors you. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm, yeah I'm fine with it. <laughs> oh, and I guess like the uh, yeah, the other thing in the the Q universe that's uh, like a, a a big big deal that you guys hit me to is that um, uh, JFK Jr. is uh, running for Congress. <laughs> yeah. now? So that is it's 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 unclear what happened to get that website up. It, there's a lot of work put into it. There is no donate like link at the end of it. So we're yeah we're kind of in retrospect not sure if he actually is running. Basically, yeah, someone set up a a, a website that made it look like Vincent uh, uh, Fuchsia, who a lot of people think is JFK Jr. Uh, is is running for Congress. I but, mean, he is. He is JFK. Yeah, obviously, Jr. Yeah, he, he is, is JFK look, Jr. Look at any look at any two photos yeah. of them the next to each other. They, they look so different that they Jr. have to be the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look no. at how he poses okay. in pictures. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? Uh, who, who is the guy? Okay, no, the other the other really good one is uh, that Pope Francis is Frank Sinatra. Oh yes, yes, he's yes, yeah. he's who, yeah. and which would mean that you know Ronan Farrow's dad is Pope Francis. <laughs> tracks yeah. tracks also that uh, Trudeau is um, Fidel Castro's son. Mm-hmm. That's, see that one, honestly, if you look at the I two know, pictures, I know, that one is. I kind of buy. Same like, with that the one is, um, actually does. Yeah, same with uh, the pa- the Podesta, uh, John Podesta, and uh, Chester Bedingfield. Oh. When you look at those you two guys, you're you like, look holy at those, shit! Uh, oh, pills. No, honestly, like that. That I look. Yeah, the whole Chester Bennington Podesta <laughs> thing, like, <laughs> keeps my third eye wide open. You know, no blinking. Another big story that came out of QAnon that I was really excited about in the last last couple months was the rescue of the mold children. 
which um, they, oh, yeah. they, they had believed that there were there were yeah. uh, ch- children who were enslaved underground in New York City and that the military was undergoing a rup- an, uh, some sort of operation to uh, uh, save them and show them daylight for the first time <laughs> in their lives. And then and then and then and then bring them to I hope the, not the, all at once. No, no, that of course be, that not. That would be traumatic for them. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. They had to ease them into it. They were they're yeah. bringing them to the, the to the hospital ship. And um, that's where yes, they're being okay. treated. I, I was aware of that. Yeah. The, um, yeah. yeah the, like the hospital ship, the uh, like the Navy hospital ship that was docked um, like on the Hudson that was supposed to be like, you know, there to relieve some of the like overtaxed um, like hospital and healthcare system in New York City. Apparently it was a huge boondoggle and like no one was ever like sent to the, the hospital ship. But it made sense when I saw the QAnon theory that the hospital ship was there to rescue all of the children exactly. from the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And the children from the tunnels were sent to the hospital ships. That's why, why COVID patients yeah. never ended up there. But uh, <laughs> tell me more about the mole children, though. I know well, I know. In, in Manhattan, there are famously a population of mole people, yeah. oh, which no. just refers to um, homeless people who have, you know, some sort of like, live in the labyrinthine tunnels underneath New York City and like the subways and whatnot that are like half of them are just like abandoned. Sure. Yeah. So that's the thing. But what about the mole children? These are children yeah. who are well who yes. are born in, into the darkness. Like like Bane, you know? They were yes, they were bored underground. <laughs> yeah. They were bred underground by by the cabal, by the deep state for yeah. their adrenochrome. And they were like raised underground. And they were they also believe in some cases that they are not fully human maybe. Maybe they're a, sort of a chimera. Maybe, maybe yeah. they're half alien, but they are some sort of uh, deformed genetic experiment children who are tortured underground for years, for their entire life, never saw daylight, and then now they're being rescued. This was the belief that was swirling around. Yeah, why is Matt not uh, staking anything like that out? It seems like the left is ignoring a lot of good stuff that's happening. I mean, I just want to meet one of Yo- these mole children, first of all, obviously, <laughs> to confirm that they exist, and secondly, that they're happier up here, because who knows? If you're a mo- if yeah. you're enough of a it mole child, you're probably not going to be comfortable on the surface ever. No, yeah, you're going to wake yeah. up every. You're going to go to that, that I mean, kid's like- room every morning, and they're going to be buried under the. They're going to be under the bed. They're going to be trying to like dig a hole back <laughs> underground. My newly liberated mole child won't come out of the pillow fort he's constructed. <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of like I, I push some food underneath the the yeah. the, the pillows. Yeah, and yeah you got a little hand shoots out, and they grab it and just start nibbling. You have to shake a cord at them under the under the bed. Yeah. It'll coax it'll coax them out a little it, it bit. It was one of the harder ones for them to illustrate because they couldn't come up with like a visual that could make any sense for what a mole <laughs> child would look like. Well, I know that's the thing that's so funny. It's like if you want to like uh, have a great awakening and like sh- show people like the true evils yeah. of a cabal, like the a great way to do it would be to parade the mole children out on television as you rescued them. Yeah, what, but because that would be is like if a pulp author like had Alzheimer's <laughs> and was trying to establish canon. Like it doesn't. It actually kind of it makes sense, but only in a second plane of existence. Yeah, it's more like a Tom, like a Tom Minx like a serialized uh, sort of thing where each week it's kind of a new adventure. That sort of there's no really lasting there's no really lasting canon. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean what what really uh, weirds me out uh, even more so than the the QAnon followers who buy into the whole mold children uh, theory is that there I I often uh, interact with a lot of QAnon followers who like recognize that the whole mold children theory is uh, absurd and they say that okay obviously those people believe nonsense but. It's okay. I'm not going to dissuade them from believing in the mole children because they're on the right track. Because the truth is, there are children who are abused who 
ought to be rescued. But in so, like yeah, some sort of vague sense. I do have a question for Matt around that stuff because Matt, uh, you, you spoke recently about um, the idea of of taking. Uh, some of the understandings of like a conspiracy, you don't need to confirm it, but you just use it to inform like your b- broader understanding and just kind of move on from it instead of staying obsessed. Do you still believe that that could apply to something as wild as mole children? Well, yeah, because people do. Not only is it important for yourself to do, because I feel like if you take a categorical denial of anything that smells like conspiracy theory, you're going to end up not understanding a lot of stuff because everything from CIA drug trafficking to the Epstein case, you're going to not give it the due that it's required and that's not going to challenge you to fit it in your understanding of the world. So you have to engage with stuff that's happening in conspiracy theory. What you have to avoid is the thing where you get so fixated on some version of it being real that you focus on proving it and kind of forget that that's basically impossible given the information that is available and giving the degree of clandestinity that you're assuming. I would say that QAnon is poisoned from the get-go and can never be useful, even if it, it has real things that texture it, uh, because its general motivation is not reacting to some insane thing happening. It's just psychic energy needing to go somewhere when the guy that you love and want to fix everything doesn't fix everything. It's a way to make sense of a world that does not conform to the world that you think you're creating with your psychic bond with your TV buddy, the president. And so it's basically like a reverse yeah. purple rose of Cairo or like last action hero where you just walk into the spectacle of uh, <laughs> of politics and then become a character. You become Dora the Explorer. Uh, and of course, liberals do the same thing with Russiagate. It's a way to deal with the cognitive, the insane cognitive dissonance of seeing something that you trust failing to do what uh, you've all in your mind imagined they could do, which is right every wrong and make your life beautiful. And as people's lives are just going to get worse and worse, <laughs> the the need to get bigger and bigger stakes is going to be really powerful. I mean, yeah, that to me is like, a, you know, my favorite, my favorite feature of the QAnon lore is how originally like how it was so, you know, like the storm is coming. Like it's so tied to this idea that like there's going to be like an epochal moment where like you wake up one day and like half of every politician and celebrity like you've ever known or enjoyed the films or music or voted for um, have just has just been like arrested, like in a mass mm-hmm. arrest and then like immediately executed or sent to a fucking like Guantanamo Bay or something. Right. And like the leftovers. Exactly. Like, you know, like all, all of your enemies, like, you know, Hillary Clinton, the Obamas, like, you know, like, like, like all the every Democratic politician, all the Hollywood sickos, they're just going to be mass arrested, like frog marched out. And the fact that that n- had never happened is like is so funny to me. But like like the um, the turn, like the added bit of lore about how like, oh, it already has happened. They've just been replaced with clones or body doubles <laughs> is is such a good move but what's also fascinating to me about that is like the you know the explanation for that is like well this would like you know the the revelations contained herein are, are so earth-shattering and so terrifying that like you know like the white hats um, essentially have to protect the fragile sanity of the public by like maintaining this veneer of normalcy um you know by cloning um tom hanks and rita wilson or whatever yeah or or, or using you know saddam style body doubles of i don't know yeah john legend or chrissy Teigen or whatever but what's interesting about that is like that's a good diversion for a while but at a certain point it it, it runs into the same problem 
Like, when's the payoff? Like, what's the point of punishing all the bad people if no one's ever going to know about it? Like at some point, you still need someone to come on TV and say, like, um, the the originals have been um, arrested, tried in a military court, and executed <laughs> yeah. for adrenochrome cr- cr- trials, and now all of the clones and body doubles, like you can go back to you know doing whatever you were doing before, or like, they, or then what do you do with Tom Hanks's clone or or the clone of Barack Obama um, when it's all over? Are they, what, are they just going to be like doing appearances at local car dealerships pranks and, stuff? and stuff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jack- Jackass yeah. style pranks. <laughs> I think that would be cool. They yeah. let them free free. They let they let them wander. Yeah, make their way in the world as celebrity impersonators. <laughs> but then they're yeah, making their is... way. But like, thing is, like they're making their way in a world where they're like impersonating a celebrity that's been executed for <laughs> child human sex trafficking. Yeah, you know, right. like what they're the still fuck? Sickos yeah, out there. Want, you want that Barack Obama to come to your kid's birthday <laughs> there are party? There's still sickos out or, there. Or, or promote the opening of your of your sandwich uh, chain. Okay, Will, are you saying that it wouldn't be cool to have uh, a Michael Jackson who isn't a pedophile? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, no, like th- these are now the safe versions. Yeah, uh, they're the good versions. Like all the fame yeah. you may have liked. drained of the awful exactly. deeds. <laughs> you may have liked Tom Hanks and Spielberg's movies before you found out their connection to this this unspeakable <laughs> evil. But maybe you can still enjoy them when, like, you know, just the clone versions of them are doing the <laughs> exactly. same thing. And untainted and by this, we're un- going to replace all of Hollywood by a non-pedophilic version it's, of itself, and and we're going to solve the entire. It's the Mister Show sketch where they get uh, <laughs> reparations for Jewish people. Uh, they all get uh, Hitler clones to work in their house. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out fine in that yeah. sketch, as far as I could tell. <laughs> no, I think that the end of the funnel to answer uh, broadly answer your question, Will, is like vote for Trump and forget about the fucking details. Who cares? Overload yeah. your brain with bullshit. At the end of it, you fucking yeah. get to that ballot. That's all that fucking matters is that your confused ass mind coalesces towards this supposed angelic being who's fighting it. And we were talking about this today because over time with this podcast, a lot of research and 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 a lot of stuff we've looked into. A lot we're of not proofs. even a, you know obviously, a lot of <laughs> a lot, but a lot of proofs that like the idea of a deep state is something that is useful. Like that is a useful concept. Uh, obviously, uh, it taken a, a certain way. Um, but what's really happening here is like the deep state basically had a schism and is fighting itself. But all, but also the the idea that you know that there are factions within the deep state whose interests are not aligned and are like sort of in contest with one another is actually I, I think a pretty useful heuristic for understanding a lot of shit as well. Even if like not like the the literal details of it, you know, we are seeing like even like you know x x o s int and like people that are have like millions of followers and uh, pl- are platformed by some of the big uh, like so, you know supposedly liberal media. Um, they, they're out there going like, well, we think that maybe Obama or like Hillary might be arrested uh, by Donald Trump so that he can energize his base in the next three months, which is fucking QAnon in exact like it's a perfect yeah. uh, inversion. Of QAnon, they're saying basically the storm is coming, but like in a bad way. But I, I also, I it's also the same result as the, the arrest of Hillary Clinton <laughs> and Barack Obama. I also think that there is there is a world uh, where where Trump is so pilled just because he's into QAnon, not as the guy who's <laughs> right. who's 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 ahead of it, but just as as the idea of it and and how much it energizes his base. That he could essentially kind of meme it into reality. I mean, he could drum up fake charges against you know, or have Bill Barr drum up fake charges. I mean, that's that's the thing is I I think that there is is a possibility that he could uh, become so pilled on his own shit that he essentially creates QAnon and makes it real. But I think he'll always put like the 
bottom line and financially specifically the bottom line first. Like I think that that that's the truth. And even if you look at this whole like mercenary thing that fell apart, they're trying to be like, well, we just believed in freedom. We thought they were going to greet us as liberators. Not really true. There was a lot of money on the line in a million different ways for those guys to try to pull something like that off. And fail, obviously, but I mean, that, yeah. yeah, that's but what's like, so cool about it is that like, like something could like spontaneously be created that is a real version of the thing that was made up or fake to begin with. Like, you could have a like something a real copy of a fake original. It's like the closest thing to like yes. Foucault's pendulum that like has ever <laughs> yeah. actually like existed outside of that that novel. I mean, it's like or like a uh, what's fascinating as well is like the d- dynamic that you're talking about about how like at bottom it's just a sort of a coping strategy to explain why the things you want to happen or the things that you believe that it's a way of coping with the fact that nothing ever really changes despite who's in power or like, you know what they say, or like you've got the thing you wanted. Um, The Republicans control all three branches of government. Like they, you know, could, can, can basically do what they want, but there's no satisfying conclusion. Nothing in in your life changes, nor does... And and crucially, when you turn on your TV and you watch your stories and see the people that you like and the people that you hate on the TV, nothing changes with that either. It just goes on and on. There's There's no satisfying conclusion or there's no even like unsatisfying conclusion. It's just there. And what I like about QAnon is that it's this kind of like crowdsourced um, you know, story like sci-fi story that explains it, even though like, you know, Democrats for the eight years that Obama was president just did a more boring version of the same thing where it was like with Obama, it was always this like receding horizon of like waiting for the real Obama to arrive. You know, right. first it was yeah. like, oh, like he's not doing all these things in the first term because like you don't understand how hard it is like, to, you know, to be the first black president and like, oh, like, you know, he's just got to win reelection or like if he does anything out of line, they'll just like, you know, assassinate him or or impeach him or disappear him. And then as soon as wait till he wins a reelection, then it's like all the, the gloves come off. You know, it's the real Obama is going to get there. And that never fucking happened. And then it was like, oh, well, wait till he was just out of the White House. And then he can like say whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be he'll be freed to like, you know, really speak the truth. The only thing he's done in his post-presidency was make sure Bernie couldn't be fucking the nominee. The nominee. <laughs> yeah. That's the only yeah. thing he stuck his neck out or like chimed up about. Yeah. Yeah, it was the fading sound of a jet ski. And then like way later, like, by the way, yeah. don't do Bernie at all. Yeah. By the way, everyone. Dro- yeah, yeah. People to judge Amy Klobuchar drop out right now. And they're going to do the same thing with fucking Trump. Whether he wins or loses, they're going to be like, oh, well, he had to leave the White House. To, yes, to exactly. Like the, the you know, the full extent of the plan. Like it's still going to. Matt Matt touched on something early, earlier that I think is is key to, to the sort of whole idea of QAnon is that. They don't see the real things that are happening, so they're never actually satisfied. Like, none of them were happy when Epstein got caught or or arrested because they're just waiting for them to expose Hillary Clinton. Like, when Epstein, you know, died, it was just, oh, well, like, man, now Hillary Clinton's going to get away. Like, they don't even see the real aspects of the thing that they think that they're fighting for. So, therefore, it, it that's, why, that's why it links up so well with religion because it's this ideology that can keep going on uh, to infinity whether yeah whether anything is about it is real or not yeah the religious aspect means that for them like for us uh, 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 that maybe don't understand faith and religion in the same way like if we believed in something and waited for it our whole life and it never happened that would be a failure for them it's just like how it works <laughs> so adding QAnon to the register of shit that's never going to happen you just got to have faith and like 
you know, just look at the kind of bigger picture and, you know, and uh, be thankful for what you got. Like that's that that's par for the course. Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple of things that really make QAnon addictive is like the obvious number one, the total assurance of victory where they are 100 percent sure <laughs> that eventually yeah, is like I'll yeah. get everything I want and all the sickles will be arrested and uh, Hillary will go to get it will happen. And then but before that happens, you're taken on this incredible, uh, you know, emotional journey, you know, full of highs and lows. One week, uh, you know, Trump is trolling the deep state and only you and your Q buddies know about <laughs> it. And the next week, uh, you know, the mole children are being rescued. I mean, this is way more exciting than like, you know, the what's happening in the, you know, the mainstream news um one of my favorite features of like like the QAnon, the QAnon videos like, like the youtube videos and shit like a lot of like the the q explainers that are done by q people is the ones that are sort of um in anticipation of the great awakening and like these were videos the ones at least the ones i watched that were probably made you know with a you know probably i would say sincere belief that this was going to happen within like a month or two or like the yeah. date yeah. was set <laughs> and you know like there was these videos people made like as an explainer for like your you know maybe non-q-pilled uh relatives and what mm. i liked about it was just like you know in, in, like you know they'll have like the the q voice like, like, like in the coming months like strange events will happen like and it was just like the it was pitched as like look all this insane shit is going to happen you're not going to know what to make of it or what to deal with it it's going to be frightening but like we're just here to assure you that like you know it, it's going to be okay and like somebody is in control. Yeah, reminds me of I went to a Lutheran school for grade school, and I remember seeing these uh, these videos that are made by these uh, evangelical organizations that were basically made for people who survive the rapture. So basically the rapture happens, uh, everyone <laughs> yeah. sort of spirit, all the Christians are spirited away, and now only the heathens are left. So here's this VHS tape specifically yeah. for them to educate them on what has happened. And they produce these things it's with called, full like, confidence now that, that you know this that is going to happen right. in their lifetime. It's like, yeah, a, it's like Beetle, it's like Beetlejuice, like handbook for the recently deceased. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but it's, it's also told you so. Like, I think that the long term is like we were right about everything. It's about faith, but the short term is like I'm right about like what I told you like two days ago yeah. that Hillary Clinton is wearing an ankle monitor or something. Yeah, like, just yeah. wanting to own your fucking your loved ones. Sure, but like, but like, again, like the fascinating thing about that is like there's never any satisfactory ownage. It never fucking happens. You know, you're never gonna get the moment like of 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 getting over on your skeptical relative because the only thing that like that that would really accomplish that is like news footage of Hillary Clinton like being black bagged into a fucking military cargo plane, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you know like I, that just hasn't happened. You know, so then you have to go to the body double shit, and it's just like. <laughs> Even if that's true, it's not satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but I love to imagine like a factory of Hillary Clinton somewhere that is just being fed straight into like a black bag operation just over and over and over, <laughs> tor torturing Hillary clones until the end of time. <laughs> God damn it. No, no, there is no, there's no end. There's no end. But, but, it, but I think that it doesn't matter for them because I think that they think that like they were proven right multiple times over. Like if you look at the way they treat Q proofs for them, they're also like, it's already a thing. Like they've. It was proven right, like dozens of times, you idiot. You know that's how they come at you, yeah. from like it, you know. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a settled question. Whether or not Q is right, they're just moved. They've moved on to the next step, which yeah. making everyone else realize it. 
right? That's <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing that they're focusing on yeah. is pilling. So, yeah. like in in the Q in the Q verse, like what is there like like the most bulletproof like thing that they said like they, they could can point to to be like you know Q said this, it happened, checkmate. Obviously, the most recent one that they're super excited about is Michael Flynn, right? Okay, <laughs> yes, he was uh, already pled guilty. He was just awaiting his sentencing. Everything was lined up, but but the, the QAnon community was convinced that he was a, a sort of a martyred hero, which and he would be vindicated. And now we have the Department of Justice, you know, what, you know, whether it's legitimate or not, but it happened. They uh, they dropped the charges. And so they feel extremely vindicated. You know, they, uh, yeah. the thing, though, about uh, the thing about uh, you say, what is the proof? The thing about those Q proofs is that they don't work that way. Yeah. They're like yeah, Nostradamus's yeah. quatrains. They are only predictive right. in retrospect. Something happens and then you say, oh, look, in the proof, here it was. We just couldn't see it. One of their biggest catchphrases is future proves past. So it's like they, they've already built in a mechanism yeah. to respond to that criticism and be like, oh, well, no, 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 no. How yeah. it works for us is exactly the opposite of how it is for everybody else. Right. It is the future I'd, I'd proves argue, the past. I'd argue the Flynn is safe being in a Q drop and then now Flynn being like having this happen is probably the closest I've come to be like, okay. Yeah. Fair, you know, fair call. Like you, you made a call and it turned out relatively right. Yes, it's a bit vague. Flynn is safe, but yeah, but it's, it's that Flynn is safe is also compatible with Flynn yeah. being sentenced if he's not not getting prison time or something. Yeah, so Flynn, it's, Flynn it's, was it's always safe. It's not like he was going to be sent to fucking Leavenworth, right? Ever, right? right. Like he was just <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Is, they've been is, watching. Is, the... is Michael Flynn Jr. safe though? That's what I'm that's, most concerned that's about. Very, yeah. <laughs> Protect Michael Flynn Protect Jr. Protect our king. Okay, Protect well, actually, our precious king. Now that, okay, here's an interesting question. Now that Michael Flynn is safe and officially is like you know, even though he was never going to go to prison, he's like officially just been you know exonerated. Like you know, he can I don't know. He, he won't have to put on a job application. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? <laughs> um, but is Gulan safe now? Now that the Flynn boys have green oh, light, yeah. if our Gulan, I'd be investing even more heavily in like home security because you know. No, those, it's true. Those Flynn boys are—they're doing a Ocean's Eleven style, like you know, uh, like black bag <laughs> operation. To, so to, they have unfinished business. So yeah, yeah they're exactly. not going to—they're not going to silver corp this shit. They're gonna—they're gonna roll up and take him down. Oh no, no, he's, you know, Flynn's gonna get appointed to be like you know, you know, uh, in the NSA or you know, uh, director of the FBI or something. He'll—he'll he'll use the yeah. government resources. The to CIA do it. minister of shish kebab. Yeah, there's already speculation in the in the Q in the Q verse. Well, well, there's actually there are a couple guys on Twitter who who won't fully come out and say that they're Q or, or use any of the QAnon hashtags, but they will, like, basically use all of the fucking talking points. But the Flynn boy is straight up, like, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. the dad signed Where We Go One, We Go All in one of his books. So yeah, Flynn yeah, yeah. is they're, like, they're he loves pilled. it. They're both pilled. Oh, uh, Flynn Jr. You, famously. You, you mentioned the, um, of course, probably the, the most famous Q hashtag, uh, Where We Go One, We Go All. I really love what I, I just, I remember the, the warmth I felt inside when I learned that that comes from the appalling <laughs> and uh, very, very, yeah. like, very not widely seen Ridley Scott film, White Squall, starring yes. Jeff Bridges, about a That's sort of right. tyrannical <laughs> yachting captain who takes a bunch of boys into a hurricane. That's yep. right. Yep. I've, I remember seeing that movie in the theater. Well, then you should read the review where right. the, a Q person gets angry because it doesn't represent where we go when we go all because they let the kids drown. <laughs> Just furious in the Amazon reviews. <laughs> Q references only terrible movies. Also reference The Sum of All Fears, 
But that goes yeah. back to JFK as well, though, first, the bell. The bell. It, they think that JFK had a boat with a bell that said, where we go one, we go all. Which is untrue. Which is not true. Yeah, but right. the, that, like, even the white squall thing has like an antecedent like, that goes back to JFK. Well, and well, the, well here, and the here's JF- a question. Um, I, I know, like, obviously, we talked about uh, Fuchsia, a.k.a. JFK Jr. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, right. the JFK Jr. is like, like obviously like a, you know, a, a big North Star in, in the Q lore. I love the thing about like how George, like the, the the first issue of George magazine contained like um, hidden clues about how George H W Bush was the guy who <laughs> killed his father, which you know, right. honestly, sure. he J, a George H W Bush was in Dallas on that day. No I don't know if that's ever been satisfactorily explained, but you know, uh, yeah, JFK Jr. One of you know probably the most recognizable people ever, one of the most handsome men of all time. Yeah, has just become this like fedora wearing dude who's like a, a, probably a <laughs> foot shorter than him. You're surrounded by balloons. So what? They put him. Yeah. They put him in the in the fly machine with like a New York bouncer. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but 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 what, you know, my question though is like, why you know? Because Q is like you know very much a you know like like a a, a right wing phenomenon, like a you know a, sort of like a you know, mutation of sort of John Birch ideology. Why is JFK considered such a hero? Um, His grave is shaped like a Q. Uh, Also, he tried to dismantle the CIA and then they put it back in place right afterwards. Like, yeah, I mean, they they, they love that whole thing. I I mean, mean, it comes back down to to the belief that uh, JFK was assassinated by people in the deep state who didn't want him to be president. This is sort of it just sort of okay. everything's just sort of an echo from that sort of conspiracy theory, sort of like you know a, a mass star. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't help that his gravesite looks like a Q. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, it doesn't doesn't help. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I mean if yeah, you but, draw a Q over it with like in like fucking Photoshop. We went to uh, the uh, QAnon rally in Tampa, Florida. We spoke to that guy who's been pilled since JFK. Right. Yeah. He said like, "Oh yeah, I've been I've been into this for decades. Now now the yeah. QAnon now the QAnon movement is sort of like it's sort of coalescing. Everyone's sort of believing what I believe." Yeah, we went to the DC QAnon rally undercover as real pe- real Q heads. And then they busted us because we, you know, released stuff afterwards. And then the second time we were overcover, and they were still pretty nice. Yeah, yeah but I hadn't gone to the first one, so I I was alone undercover, and it was the worst day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was it, it was bad energy. Like I I think I might have unpilled a couple people because they were like, man, but if I the think community's the, got people like this. We they thought there interested. were going to be like um, way more people, so it was like on the Washington like monument uh, kind of grass area there. And we realized very quickly that there was a big white van repairing like a bleacher light in the middle of the day, like for hours and hours, and that the uh, construction workers up there just had like uh, fucking telelet, like telelens. Yeah, big camera. <laughs> they were just what taking the photos, <laughs> and uh, they were definitely just recording people. So the FBI was just kind of yeah. like just chilling. Uh, and then we confirmed it later by just looking at photos and just being like, oh yeah, the repairman just walking around with a DSLR, and then that guy like seems to be recording something from up in the bleachers. <laughs> and um, and we realized that they probably were really disappointed. You know, they were like, there's like 70 people here. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of yelling about adrenochrome and <laughs> yeah. about how Hillary sucks, but <laughs> no, I think no. I say QAnon followers. I mean, I think they're technically you know extremists, but they are. I think still. I hope this doesn't change, but still the the least dangerous kind of extremists that we have here in the country. I don't know. Because... They actually are dangerous to mob bosses, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. 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 Only yeah. bodies. <laughs> the only bodies. The Gambino boss. Like what the fuck, dude? Like yeah, That's yeah. Another... Dude, yeah. Oh my god. Like uh, yeah, QAnon. Um, has done more than the FBI to stop the mafia in New York City. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I mean, to be yeah, fair, much. the Italian mob in New York City is a you know a shadow of its former self. But that was like that guy was one of the only actual like bosses in any of the five <laughs> yeah. families who's been killed since like the seventies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It, it turns out it's, it, that that QAnon so far better at, at avoiding civilians and just going straight for uh, combatants. Yeah, less, exactly. Uh, civilian casualties. Back to like you know, sort of like like Matt's sort of like broader idea about conspiracy theories, and you know, something I've been thinking about recently. And like you know, I I, I really do like the QAnon story. Like I, I I I do agree that like you know, individually, I think these are probably mostly pretty harmless, and I actually kind of admire their their creativity in coming up with such a cool story. Even though if I think it's a little disturbing to literally believe it. But uh, just like overall, like I'm thinking about conspiracy theories and like, you know, post Epstein, post Trump, like post everything now, like world that we're living in. Like I've gotten to the point where I think like I I don't understand how anyone could not like basically kind of half believe every conspiracy theory. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or just at least be kind of agnostic about them because like, you know, like the broad outlines of them, like regardless of the details, do kind of describe like real things or things that are, you know, probably true or like, you know, do kind of describe something real and terrible about the world we live in and, the, and, and you know, the people who rule us. And now, you know, I was talking about this with, uh, with Haley on Chapo the other week when we talked about UFOs and these like, you know, the, the, these Navy recorded UFO videos that they've now confirmed as authentic or whatever. And it's just sort of like, well, you know, what, what do you do with that? Like, you know, what do you believe about this? It's not bulletproof, you know, evidence of extraterrestrial life or something, but it's something and like, that nobody really knows what it is. And like, if you look at like the U- overall like UFO mythology, like starting with Roswell, like up until the present, and like you just sort of trace the shape of all of it and then overlay that over the shape of like the creation of the U.S. national security state, the Cold War, um, like the nuclear arms race and like everything else and like the intelligence, you know, global intelligence apparatus and deep state or whatever. It's like the shapes, like the outlines of it just like fit perfectly over each other. Yeah. It's a way of kind of describing and dealing with or just sort of, I don't know, dramatizing things that like sound insane no matter how, you know, what way you look at them, whether they're UFOs or not, whether it's it, it's like actual UFOs or it's just a government that is so removed from like democracy and humanity and like uses godlike technology to like literally abduct and experiment on people. Uh, like, you know, at some point, like what difference does it make whether you believe it's aliens or just like really, you know, really powerful, evil people? Yeah, I think that that I would still argue there is a difference. And I think Travis would make that argument even stronger than I would. But I, I agree that what's disturbing at this point is that if you just like look at their grievances overall and superpose them like you said onto like reality it's like okay so they basically added like a satanic aspect to some relatively true things like broader things about bill gates for example that he tries to control the world and you know and that he you know that that he's actually hiding his real intentions and or stuff like that and uh, and then the problem is as soon as you dial into the details it's just wrong yeah i mean i mean i mean to say that they're like interchangeable right. or it's like you know healthy to um you know indulge too much in it but like i just think it's just like the the creation of these conspiracy mythologies in american culture like um just track very neatly with like the post-world war ii like sort of rise and now fall of like a like u.s global like you know military like financial empire 
and like you know like the stories sort of mutate al- alongside like that other story yeah it does feel a bit like um i guess for the homeschooled evangelicals uh like their version of kind of pulling understanding from just how goddamn confusing and evil a lot of this shit actually really is um but they, then they have to cut yeah they have to kind of like take the shortcut through you know kind of christian symbolism extremist yeah. christian symbolism and stuff like that but that's because they've been fed that shit since you know, like the the yeah well, Christian panics go back like uh, and also and also I mean they they sort of I think I think that they they cling on to those ideologies because if they didn't they'd have to realize that like progressive policy and like the people on TV that they think are like communists and shit and you know are pushing all sorts of scary new genders and stuff on them are like that they're gonna have to vote for them like they want to just think that like Daddy Trump is gonna fix it, it fix everything and so you need you almost need a supernatural sci- uh, science fiction sort of of um, uh, a plot line to to get there and, and make that true for yourself. I'm sure that a lot of people have had to do the same kind of gymnastics with like the head of their evangelical megachurch or something where the guy looks like a grotesque, rich, like piece <laughs> of shit. And yet he you have to still hear him like sermonize or believe that he's a certain oh, way. Well, it was like we when we went to these QAnon rallies, we saw like uh, one of the big influencers like riding fucking first class. I mean, I love conspiracy theories, but like my my approach to them uh, is obviously like very very different to from a lot of QAnon people. Like I like I see a conspiracy theory floating around. Like say MK Ultra, people saying that the CIA conducted mind controlled experiments on citizens just just human experimentation you research into it you're like oh that's true there's actually a lot to that yeah. and then and then uh, i see another conspiracy theory floating around and they claim that let's say the uh, uh covid 19 was engineered in a lab in a laboratory this is an artificial virus and it's being used as a, as a bioweapon okay i'll look into that i'll see the uh the genome evidence i'll see what's being published about it and i discover that's false all right so there's nothing to that and i let that go but some people they they they, yeah. I don't know. They don't do the research, and they decide not to let it go. So they just cling to the idea that it's a bioweapon. I would argue that it, like in a complex world, not everybody's going to go and fucking figure out whether each of the conspiracy theories are true. Like we basically do that for our show or whatever. But like the average person just needs a broad understanding of like how they should see right. evil and good in the world, <laughs> right. I guess, and like make it make that material in their everyday life. And so that's where I understand that these people are not going to look deeper, you know, but but they're looking for like a broad understanding. Like someone says all billionaires are bad. Like maybe that not be, you know, maybe that's not entirely true or maybe that's entirely true, but it'll guide their understanding going forward. They can like filter it through that. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's like, it's like and, they're. And if you think about these things as like, like how useful they are towards like, you know, I don't know, sort of like managing democracy in kind of like a post-democratic society where like, you know, it's just, it's not really about, certainly not about like, you know, input of popular will into the system, but it's about managing public perception of democracy itself. Like how useful it is in it, like because of how outlandish and, you know, like seemingly sci-fi all of the QAnon shit is because like the, and then the fact that the major villains of it are like the Clintons and Obamas and, you know, the democratic establishment and CIA or whatever. Like because of how ridiculous and outlandish that shit is, it also gives like liberals and Democrats like like a it gives them a kind of protective membrane to be like, oh, look how ridiculous and insane this is. Like, how could you possibly believe the Clintons are evil people? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Where it's just like, I, I, you know, I wish they'd imbibe just some of it. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's the problem that Matt was mentioning is it's kind of poisoned from the start. So even if you have some like broader understandings of the world that might be correct because you took in QAnon, you're, you're fucking po- you're going to die like of it anyway. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, that's what's so infuriating, I guess, about it is there's no real good filtration system for it. You just have to kind of 
I guess provide the information and hope people want to pay attention that long. I just don't think they do. They want to fucking maybe hold up a sign at the end of like their, you know, kitchen conversation with yeah. their friends. They want to know who to fight and who to hate. Yeah, like. exactly. And it's pretty, it's getting easier by the day. I mean, Trump is like promoting this new network. I don't know if you guys have looked into this uh, OAN. Oh, was it OANN? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been about it. that forever. Right? Yeah. But now they're going like full on, now they're going full on like the deep state is causing COVID with like, you know, it's like with the very help of George specific, Soros. With the help of George Soros. They're showing George Soros on the screen. And, and so now... I mean, wow. I, I would argue that we're heading towards an Overton window that looks a bit like uh, a Volkish occultism on the right, and like and and <laughs> right. and fucking like Nazism no. on the left. Basically, yeah. it's Alex like, Jones is going to be a centrist pretty soon. Yeah, Alex Jones is absolutely going to be a centrist, God, and a hot one, hotter than <laughs> Joe Biden. If you think about it, the, the Thule Society in Germany was basically just QAnon. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. with with with. You know, more concerned about genealogy. Exactly. Yeah, they they were more linked into blood. They're still obsessed with blood, oh, like they, in a they, Christian they, way. But they're they talk about bloodlines all the time. All I the think time. That, think that basically every the entire sort of like uh, the cabal is sort of just descended from a sort of a handful of bloodlines that they yeah. have ruled throughout the uh, the millennia. Wait, is usually the they like to tie it back to the Draco constellation and the well, reptilians. It's sort of the Dave, David Icke sort of sect. The thing that I think is what really makes. Q so not so uh, so, uh, delusional and hurtling towards this end state of complete insanity because it is an immature, childish attempt to process politics, and its childishness is exemplified most poignantly in the in the need to win. And the thing about politics is that you never win, yeah. realistically, mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to accept that as it's just the state of things. You things can get better. And you can move towards a, a future that you feel more you feel more uh, positive about than the past or whatever. But you can't win in one moment of glorious uh, vindication. No, and that's something that it's hard for a lot of people who get into politics on the right or left to really get their head around. And if it's something that you can't let go of, you're gonna need to create a, a some sort of fantasy narrative where that's still possible when you see the earthly reality become farther and farther away from what you could ever imagine as being a victory condition. So, you know, recently you've been getting into this uh, grill pill thing, Matt. Can you just give uh, uh, the audience like a little kind of um, explanation of that, and also like. How do you think this might apply to the other side, people who are alienated but are more going towards like QAnon? I mean, even if it's people who are not usually about that, like let's say a yoga influencer or whatever. Well, QAnon is just another manifestation of the of the wildly uh, uh, different levels at which we absorb politics. Uh, we we make politics part of our lives, part of our identities. We make political. Uh, beliefs part of our identities we make political uh goals part of our identities but we observe politics largely at the level of a very abstracted spectacle presidential and national politics mostly and at that level there's really nothing you can do in your day-to-day life to change anything at all i mean realistically but what but what the internet does is it tricks you into thinking that there is and that's what pe- sends people just hurtling onto these increasingly internecine, baroque arguments online between different parts of political ideology and across political divides in order to create something that feels like movement. But it's all artificial. Mm. And Q is basically where you take that is ta- is taking that 
phenomenon to its farthest possible uh, pathological conclusion. When you're now part of a global secret war and that, and that your, your job is to promulgate to the people the truth of this conflict so that when, you know, the, when Trump goes into occlusion, you'll be able to explain it to people. <laughs> and the only and grill pill idea for me is just that the only cure for that, you can't reason your way out of it. You can't fight your way through it at that abstract level. At a, some basic point, you have to make a choice to engage less at that at that abstracted point and that means logging off and finding something that you can do around you that has meaning because your meaning is all in symbols and it's all abstracted and it's all online you have to find something that gives some sort of meaning to your activity meaning by meaning i mean you will want to do it because people want to go on the computer to distract and to channel energy people don't want to do a lot of other things but that's because they don't know why they should. And so it's about building uh, an un- uh, like a awareness of the world right around you that can make you actually want to do things that are constructive as opposed to expressing all of your emotional energy on crafting a basically uh, illusory and meaningless political identity or solving the, the Q proofs and finding a Blackbeard's treasure or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So where can uh, people find you guys online? You can find me at Will Menneker on Twitter and on the program Chapo Trap House, available on wherever fine podcasts are sold. Same, basically, only a different Twitter account, of course, <laughs> uh, at Kushbaum. Second Lieutenant William Menneker wiped the dried salt from his brow. His skin was tan and leathery from the hot Caribbean sun. The sky was so bright was as if someone had used a shitty yellow gel to smear a poorer country. The plan was to storm the Makuto Beach just north of Caracas at 0800 hours. They would then travel, undetected, into the capital and kidnap the sitting president, Tommaso Perez. Apparently, he had usurped power years earlier by the order of a rule of decree. All Will knew was that someone wanted him dead. The podcaster had been approached months ago by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a high-ranking captain in the Venezuelan resistance. She would put Will in the Trap House security firm on a $1.4 million contract for the capture of Tommaso Perez so she could help install Venezuela's rightful leader, Bernardo Guaidos Andres. Her comms had gone silent in November. Nevertheless, Menneker had forged ahead, gathering a ragtag group of completely psychotic, but altogether decent men. Will glanced around the boat taking in the familiar faces. They trained together near a small outpost in the Catanes. He remembered those times as once filled with excitement and hope, warm beaches and cold beers, using coconuts for target practice, and dreaming of all the castles they would build when they struck rich. Now their worn faces were filled with the possibility of death. Some clutched necklaces, softly praying beneath their breath. Others looked off into the rolling waves of the ocean, making their peace with whatever they believed in. One man, with a fiery beard and a bright red Adidas tracksuit jacket, was standing near a large smoldering grill. He flipped plump, delicious-looking hot dogs, a giant smile plastered across his face. Today we feast, tomorrow we die. He he raised a glass bowl to his lips and ripped it hard, pulling flaming embers into his mouth and coughing out fire. (laughs) Menneker raised his eyes at the sweet aroma of Chiba permeating the hull of the dropship. A kid at the front of the bow was unloading large duffel bags of equipment. Menneker nodded in his direction. Private Rokotansky, equipment check. The private poured over heaps of automatic rifles, radios, and face masks splayed out on the deck of the boat. Ready, sir? Man, check it out. 
Lancer Tactical Gen 2 SPR Interceptor LT25 ADG Electric Airsoft Gun. Four and a half stars on Amazon. Listen to this review. I'm jealous of my son. <laughs> it's an actual review, by the way. He earned every bit of money for this gun. It was very well spent. Super accurate. Out to 150 feet. Dad is getting one soon. Vwap. Fry half a city with this puppy. We got samurai face masks, two-way truck radios, a couple packs of Lunchables, a skinny man with glasses, a sketchy-looking beard, and potentially even black eyeliner skittered around near the equipment. Uh, hey, man, what's up? Uh, you got any, um... He motioned to his nose, clearly in need of cocaine, but was ignored. A mercenary in the back spoke up loudly over the group. Knock it off, you two. He lurched forward from someplace deep in thought and leaned along the port side railing. You know, I've been thinking. A hushed silence fell over the boat. When Lieutenant View spoke, people tended to listen. Here we are, on a secret mission, contracted by the United States government to topple an evil leader and install the one God intended. He regarded the pile of weapons. We have cool-looking guns. We're executing the op under the distraction of the virus. Private Rakotansky looked confused. What are you saying? I'm saying, I think, that we are the store. I mean, think about it. We're on a top-secret coup with Q-plus's blessing. I was in the Green Berets. It all makes sense. <laughs> It was such a secret op, we couldn't have known that we were the Q-Team all along. The man at the grill stopped flipping his sizzling burger patties and pondered Travis's suggestion. If he was being honest with himself, he was fine with the idea of being Q-Team all along. <laughs> Nothing mattered anymore anyways, except the meat, the drugs, and the jacket. He noticed the skinny man with glasses edging towards him. He looked like he was about to ask him for drugs. Hey man, uh, good idea to bring the grill. The man didn't respond. He calmly laid slices of cheese on tops of each burger. Hey, so I, I saw you hitting that bowl earlier. That's tight, man. I smoke too. Uh, but but I was I was actually going to ask you, like, do you, do you have any um, of that coke left, you know, from the training camp? I mean, like, honestly, the, the only reason I came on this op is because I knew we were going to go through Columbia. So, like, I really hate to ask you, and obviously this would be very nice if you, if you did give me some, but, like, do, do you have any? The man put down his giant metal tongs and looked at Private Field with the intensity of a man on death row. He then reached into his pocket and handed the private a small glass vial. A look of relief washed over Field's face. Aw, uh, dude, thanks so much! He held out his fist, expecting a friendly bump in return, but the man at the grill said nothing. <laughs> Instead, he loaded more heaps of meat onto the grill. Too much meat. No one said anything. Private Field turned to Meneker. What's the deal with this guy? Who? Corporal Kushbaum? Man's grown aware of the futility of fighting, Private. Never seen him quote-tweet anybody. Not even once. Basically a normie now. Nothing in those eyes but a steady stream of glazed meats, cold beer, and summer vibes. Julian watched as Kushbaum, having now unzipped his jacket, held a flaming torch to a two-foot banger, <laughs> attempting to pull off a one-gram dab challenge he had seen on YouTube. His hair flapped in the strong ocean wind. Julian glanced over to Will, confused. So why is he coming with us? Second Lieutenant William Meneker leaned in with a twinkle in his eye. Because, son, he's the best weapon we got. With that, Meneker straightened up, stuck two fingers in his mouth, and released a piercing whistle. <whistles> Everyone leaped to attention. All right, boys, listen up. We make landfall in T-minus 10 minutes. We've received no comms from Bravo or Charlie, so at this point we must assume that they have all been captured or killed. <laughs> A couple of the guys looked around, scared. Let's stick to the plan. We make landfall, and then we cover ourselves in mud and wriggle on our bellies all the way to Caracas. <laughs> the man behind the grill interrupted him, his voice unsteady and on edge, as if he'd been inhaling hot grill smoke for the last hour and a half. We should consider executing the hostages. 
Medicare looked increasingly <laughs> worried. No, uh, no, we're, uh, we're not here to take any hostages, okay? We just want to have a discussion of ideas with Tommaso Perez, and I'm sure he'll voluntarily step down when we make an airtight case that Bernardo Guaido Sandres is the legitimate president. Incoming! Blam! A mortar strike exploded a couple feet beyond the boat. It heaved against the rocking waves, pushing closer and closer to shore. It was clear that Perez's army had been alerted to the coup and were patiently waiting on the beach with real weapons <laughs> and explosives. Will's mind raced. Okay, everybody down. We can use the sides of the boat as cover. <laughs> Corporal Kushbaum had leaped over the side of the boat and was galoshing through the shallow waters. Medicare watched in horror as bullets penetrated the corporal's body. Miraculously, he seemed unfazed. He continued to trudge forward, absorbing bullets into his body, disappearing into the gray mist of artillery smoke. <laughs> Will glanced around the boat. It was hell. Men were praying and crying for their mothers. Private Rokotansky was curled into the fetal position, rocking back and forth. Game over, man. Game over. Blam! A second shell hit, sending the boat lurching up on its front end. And then, blackness. When Menneker came to, he was laying on the shore of a beautiful pink sand beach. The warm water lapped at his ankles. The distant sounds of gunfire came into focus. Even though his vision was blurry, he watched as each man from his platoon fell. He watched as Rakatansky's small plastic BBs bounced off the soldier's body armor like frozen peas. The skinny man with the glasses was crawling from body to body, sweating profusely, carefully checking each of their pockets. Somewhere in the distance, Corporal Kushbaum appeared amidst the smoke, holding his own severed arm. What the fuck? This wasn't how this was supposed to go. Will got up and dusted the sand off his fatigues. Cut, cut. Uh, what, what the hell is going on here, Estefan? We're not supposed to actually get hurt. A boom mic dropped into view. A handful of people with walkie-talkies and ball caps relaxed in the background. A woman approached Will and sponged his forehead a little bit. A man with dark curly hair sporting a jean jacket and well-kept mustache and beard hopped out of a nearby director's chair and approached them. What are you talking about? That was perfect! Will looked irritated. Uh, uh, you know, with all the due respect, Mr. Spielberg, I think some of our people are actually dying out here. <laughs> he gestured to a man lying a few feet away. It was the annoying guy with glasses from the boat. His body was separated into four segments, laying motionless on the beach. C crabs surfaced and began to scuttle his remains into small holes in the sand. Wow, thanks. Estefan produced a small piece of paper and shoved it in Will's face. See that right there? It says that the production company is not responsible for any bodily harm or death caused in association with the film Saving Public Bernardo. Uh, that is your signature at the bottom, correct? Will nodded, defeated. Uh. Spielbergo turned to head back towards his director's chair. All right, people, back to ones. Will took off after him. Look, Estefan, you don't have to kill anybody else. You got your scene. There were some great explosions. There were a couple good kills. You and I both know that the rest of this can be done in post, so no one else needs to die here. Estefan paused, thinking. He looked out at the beach. There were bodies everywhere, the pink sand soaked with crimson blood. He nodded softly. You're right. Okay, all right everyone, that's a wrap for today. But before anyone could move, another voice called out from somewhere on the beach. Cut, cut, cut. Everyone looked towards the source of the voice. Two agents dressed in clean black suits and sporting matching sunglasses walked up the beach towards the small production tent. They pulled a small piece of paper out of their pocket and shoved it in Spielbergo's face. You see that right there? It says, Director will ensure all lefty podcasters are deceased prior to the end of principal photography. And that looks a whole lot like your signature. Estefan threw his headset on the ground and stomped on it. No, I will not. No more. Twilight Zone was bad enough. <laughs> now this? I can't take it anymore. I don't want to be the Deep State's hitman any longer. I want to talk to my agent. Wham! An arm came flying out of nowhere, cracking Spielbergo across the jaw. 
took a second for Will to realize that the arm wasn't attached to any particular body. Corporal Cushbaum, completely caked in blood and wearing a crazed look in his eyes, was beating the director with his own severed arm. Mother fucker! Will scrambled to pull him back. <laughs> Wait, no, he was a good guy. Matt continued to wail on Spielbergo with his severed arm. What are you talking about? This asshole was literally just trying to kill us, and Bridge of Size fucking sucked. <laughs> he took one last swing and then dropped his arm next to Spielbergo's body. One of the agents poked the body with the toe of his shiny black Oxford. He cracked a slight smile and slowly put his silenced pistol back into his jacket. The group stood just outside the monitor tent. The smell of sulfur still hung thick in the air. Will scratched the back of his head. Well, fuck. One of the CIA guys grinned. He patted Will on the shoulder and then pulled him in close. How would you boys like to direct the next Estefan Spielbergo film? Will seemed a little taken aback. He glanced at Matt, who retrieved his grill from the ocean and was already heating up some coals. The CIA agent reached out his hand. What do you say, director? Will hesitated for a beat before taking the agent's hand and shaking it. The four of them huddled around the grill, chatting and laughing as the brilliant sun set at the edge of the ocean. The end. Thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month to get a whole second episode every week, plus access to our entire archive of premium episodes. There are over 70 of them currently. Uh, when you subscribe, you help us stay advertising free and editorially independent. Join us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. For everything else, we have QAnonAnonymous.com, where you'll find a link to get merch, as well as a bunch of free shit like access to our Discord community, our infamous Lost episodes, and even music from our soundtrack. Listener, Listener until next week. next week. May the deep dish bless you. And keep you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. And now, today's auto cue. Those of you know know me have followed my Twitter. You also saw me tweet out a rumor that I heard. I couldn't verify that uh, James Comey was going to be picked up on Sunday and arrested. Uh, the source told me he has had uh, connections to the arrest warrants and through another person that um, said that James Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page were supposed to be picked up on Sunday with uh, Brennan on, excuse me, with Clapper on Monday and Brennan on Tuesday. Now, of course, I haven't seen anything in the news about this, and I have stressed over and over, it was a rumor. Um, other people are reporting that it's happening. I'm not, I, I can't ver verify that. But I called my source last night about it, and I said, you know, what do you think's going on? And he said, well, he's had somebody, another person that he's connected with following uh, James Comey for a while. He lives around the block and he said James Comey was last seen in a supermarket on April 24th and that was the last time he was seen in public. His family and his house have been empty since April 24th. Maybe they're on vacation. Who knows? I don't know. Or maybe the U.S. Marshals have him. Don't know. Maybe he's a cooperating witness. I have no idea. But it's interesting that he's been out of sight. Yet he's tweeting cryptic images, pictures of roses. You know, this is just like him standing in the cornfield and putting another strange picture up and telling him, telling the world it gives him comfort to see his garden, which that's, that's lovely, James, really lovely. Uh, your days are numbered, my friend. friend.